0: Passionful. I'm Millie Gutwin and I'm passionate about connecting with wicked people and finding stories that connect us all. Join me as I speak with people who love and are full of passion for what they do. Join me today as I chat with Grace Howard, a Lonnie girl who has recently come back from the UK for her achievements in motorsport. Hey, how are you going? All right, good, thank you. How are you? I'm well, thank you. So let's jump straight into it. Introduce yourself for us.
1: Um, so my name Grace Howard. I'm 20 and I'm from uh, Launceston, Tasmania.
0: So obviously I've had a bit of a Google, a bit of a stalk um, before jumping on here today. But for lots of listeners, they won't know who you are or what you've been up to. Introduce what you do. Um, so
1: I'm an aspiring, um, race car driver. Um, I've, uh, recently been in the UK for the formula woman competition, which is a competition in the UK for women with little to no experience, um, in racing. So I went over there at, um, start of the year and, um, I made it all the way through to the top 50, from over 1,000 applicants. I was the only one from Australia as well. So that was pretty
0: cool. Which is unreal. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Um, and then I uh, um, came back here to save up a little bit more money so I can go back and uh, go back into the competition.
0: Lovely. So how did you get started? Were you always into racing or was it something that just kind of popped up and you thought you'd take the opportunity? Yeah, I mean, I've always
1: been interested in uh, racing like we dad and i would always go down to simmons Plains and watch the v8s whenever they'd come down to tassie um and then like as i've gotten older i've got more interested into it um and started watching like formula one um and then uh, i think it was probably last year that i really got into it um and i started watching like all the races and like just researching everything um but yeah
0: No, it's pretty sick. So when you were at school, finishing up school and whatnot, is this something you thought you might get into or just something that you'd, you know, go watch at Simmons and whatnot?
1: Oh, God, no. I had no idea what I wanted to do in school. (laughs) Um, I didn't really have uh, anything, like, planned after school. Um, And so this was kind of just, like, something that I found after I'd finished probably two years after I'd finished school um and then I like I found it and I was like oh this could be something and then I decided to pursue it um and then it just kind of went really big and I was like oh
0: wow (laughs) no it's wonderful so when the opportunity to go to the UK um and as one of the well the only person from Australia um how was that presented to you did you get a phone call did you find out when you won a race how did you know that you'd made that that lineup?
1: Uh, So we had, I had to do an assessment um, day at Smith Plains for just to kind of get into the competition and that I would be going over to the UK to do the second round of assessments, um, which was really exciting. And then about, uh, it was in February that I left. So I had about a month or so to kind of organise my flights and everything to get over
0: there, which was really stressful, but also exciting. (laughs) So what did you do to prepare, especially within that month um, and before the assessment, to get your, get yourself ready?
1: Uh, so it was a lot of kind of theory uh, work, lots, what, watching lots of uh, YouTube videos of um, other races, just uh, learning more about cars and everything. Um, also, my fitness, I had to really um, amp that up a lot because you have to have a lot of, uh, you have to be quite fit to be a racing driver. Um, I also do the simulator day um, and yeah I had uh, a mentor kind of um, Alan Rourke so he helped me a lot just kind of researching everything um, and making sure I kind of had the lay of the track and everything of Simmons Plains which wasn't too bad because I'd been there most of my life so (laughs) Um,
0: and when you said about the simulator day what what does that look like for someone who doesn't really understand all the racing and whatnot? Like
1: me. <laughs> so, um, it was a friend of a friend who has his own uh, personal simulator. Um, and it's pretty. It's like um one of the ones that the proper race car drivers use, where it's like um you have like the full, three screens in front of you, and then um you have like a steering wheel and a proper like seat to sit in, and it's just like in the word simulates like the proper experience that you would have in a race car. Um, so that was, I think that was really, that really helped me with my, um, like getting ready and everything because it gave me more of a idea of, um, like kind of what to expect in the car. So that was really the first time getting into the car
0: and, um, just learning how to drive and everything. (laughs) No, that's wicked. So, and when you said about, um, fitness and being quite fit for racing, how did you prepare yourself fitness wise?
1: Um, so it's, you have to have quite a lot of, um, arm strength because of like the steering wheel, you need to be able to steer it. And there's so much G force and everything. So it was, um, doing lots of weights and also cardio. Um, but I really just kind of stuck to my own <laughs> routine. Um, I did, uh, Tabata's, which is, it gets you fit really quick. Um, but yeah,
0: it was kind of just my own little workout of just weights and cardio (laughs) no that's cool so tell me a little bit more about the scene of motorsports particularly for women uh so at the moment it's getting
1: quite like it's a lot more women are getting involved in motorsport which is great but it has been quite a male-dominated sport uh for quite a long time And so getting more women involved, um, has been like a little bit difficult just because there's just, it's just always been men. So, (laughs) you know, you have to, um, start somewhere, but then it's also the cost of racing is quite difficult and, um, being able to get experience and like to get into racing. Most of the time you really, you have to start off quite young in go-karts. And so, um, if you don't start young, then you don't have as much of a chance to, like, really succeed unless you have a lot of money and then you might be able to, but you also have to have the talent. <laughs> um, but that's what's really great about Formula Woman is that it helps women who haven't got the chance to do racing when they're younger and that doesn't have a lot of, like, they don't have a lot of money to um, get involved and they kind of take a lot of the cost and... Um, restraints i guess away from all that but i think now like as we go through the years it's a lot more women are getting involved which is really great like they have the w series which is just um single seater racing just for women and um that's like really great to see it's really inspiring as well because then like more girls the more the, the more little girls that see more like women in motorsports when they grow up they're more likely to be
0: like oh that's something that I could do as well yeah totally <laughs> tell me um with the formula woman event that you were at and did, how, how did you go and as well as that how was the actual experience of getting over to the UK um and you know preparing for a race that was quite exciting and you know you've traveled all that way how was it all
1: uh, it was insane. <laughs> it was um, very exciting, but also really nerve-wracking, just uh, not knowing what to expect. Um, once I got to the UK, then I had a couple days to kind of settle in. Um, and then uh, we had the assessments went over two days. So the first day we did um, a written test, a simulator test, um we did a uh, we had like the so the race was kind of it was in go-karts for the top 50 um so we had uh, we were all put in groups and then you had to like do all the different ones because then there was also like reactions test and um there's one more I've forgotten that one (laughs) um but there was quite a few tests that you had to go through um, and then the second day they did an endurance uh, test, which was 90 minutes um, and you had uh, four people in your team. So that was just a endurance race, which was, um, it was more of like a fun thing towards the end, just because we had most of the stress from the first day kind of gone, And then you had all the time to like kind of mingle with the rest of the girls and everything. Um, But it was also really great with, like, everyone there. Everyone was so welcoming and it was such a great – it was just a really good opportunity to, like, meet so many like-minded people because everyone else was there doing the same thing. And um, you're, like, you're all wanting to – you're all wanting the same outcome because the – um, prize of the competition was that you got to have a seat in a McLaren GT4 race car to race in the GT Cup that they have in the UK which is wow. uh, an amazing experience and it's not one that comes around very often especially for um, amateur race car drivers so yeah and then after we had the uh, we had the two assessments days, and uh, the second day we went back to the hotel because we're all staying at the same place. And um, they did a um, a little, I guess you'd call, it meeting kind of thing where they help. They went through um, sponsorship kind of just to help you like figure out how to better connect with uh, companies and because the whole thing was being um, filmed by a TV crew. So um, they had uh, the founder come up to the front, and he uh, went through um, just congratulating everyone for making it as far as they did, and then um, announced the uh, fifteen people or the ten people because five had uh, already gotten through on the second day on the first day, sorry, and then um, they announced the ten other girls that got through to the top 15. And then um, from there, they all left to go um, to the next hotel because they were doing ice. No, the, yeah, they had to go to a different hotel because they um, were at a different track the next day. But after that, the rest of us just
0: stayed at the hotel. (laughs) Nice, That, that sounds like a terrific experience. And I love that they taught you about, you know, sponsorships and everything. I think that's really, that's terrific do you think there'd be more um, opportunities like formula woman coming about having more women get into the sport uh definitely I think now that
1: like with the w series being coming such a um big kind of uh race that's being watched by everyone um and formula woman has um become even bigger they're doing it more and more every year now and so I think it's just encouraging more um, people to get involved. And then a lot more companies can kind of see that it's quite a good investment to be a part of because it is going to become, I think, in my opinion, I think uh, it's going to become just as big as men in motorsport, which is really the aim to kind of equal it. <laughs> um, but Formula Woman is doing it. Um, they've got the competition again this year. Um, so uh, and end next year um I've made it to the top 50 again um and so I head over to the UK in uh, November this year to do the assessments again um but I've also been named as the Australian representative for Formula Women so I'm going to help them um start the franchise in Australia and hopefully get more and more um women in Australia involved in motorsport um because as my like we do have opportunities for racing in australia but it's really quite european dominated as well so it brings more opportunities over here um and yeah i get to help run all of that which is really exciting well, <laughs> i, think, that, got, I um, think that's
0: bloody brilliant that's so good yeah yeah
1: i think we've got a couple australians now in the competition again this year which is great to see
0: so tell me a little bit about your plans for the future, other than obviously going off in November and getting to be the Australian representative for Formula Woman. Tell me, what are your plans and where do you hope to see yourself go?
1: Um, well, I guess after the competition really it's just just um it's just seeing how far I get through the competition again this year. So if I do end up getting even further through, um and hopefully winning (laughs) then i would be getting introduced into racing and i'd have an actual seat in a race team um and that would just kind of blow everything up and i'd be actually doing what i really want to do which is racing um but even if i don't they uh like i have the future with formula woman um running the franchise um and just i guess I would probably find some other way to get involved in racing. Like even if I can't make it into um, a race team, then just doing some type of thing in motorsport is really just the plan. Um, Something maybe in media or even engineering or anything, but really it's just, I'm seeing how, where I go with the competition. And then from there I'll decide that the aim is really to get a seat in a race team and race for a living
0: (laughs) no that's wicked so it's all very positive obviously you're doing absolutely wonderful however what are some of the challenges and obstacles you've faced you know have you faced any setbacks or you know do you get really anxious or anything oh yeah I mean I suffer from
1: anxiety and so like the whole thing is like from going to like a completely different country and um like not knowing anyone was so nerve-wracking and I had so much anxiety about it all but I think it was also just um, like the money side of it even though they took away quite a bit of costs from the like like with the competition um, I think just being out like to really prepare yourself it's better to do like as many track days as possible to be able to do simulator days but that still all adds up and it's as much, yeah, as much as they took away the cost, it was still quite expensive. Um, I think also finding sponsors, not having like any experience in racing made it quite difficult to kind of convince someone to give me money to help finance my, um, racing in the UK. So that was one of the setbacks, um, being able to just having to fundraise money to be able to get myself over there. Um, and yeah, I think just not having as much experience as I would have liked, but, Yeah, really just money and experience were my only setbacks.
0: (laughs) No, but I love how positive you are about it and how well it's going for you. So what about it um, ignites your passion for motorsports and what you've been up to? Is it the adrenaline? Is it the community? What is it for you that makes you go, yeah, that's our staff?
1: (laughs) I think definitely the adrenaline. Um, But also, yeah, just watching uh, more and more women get involved it's really um, exciting and it's something that I really am quite passionate about like wanting to get more and more women into motorsport and show that we can do it the same stuff as men <laughs> um, and just to see like a, a like just women get as high up into motorsport as possible um, but definitely like the racing and the adrenaline um, is something that really pushes me to keep going as possible as much as possible I guess
0: yeah yeah totally I can oh I can understand I'd get that excited like but (laughs) I I don't think I could do it honestly but um lastly what advice do you have for our listeners today with someone like me or someone who just wants to pursue that passion take that step what's your advice for them um definitely like just go for
1: it like at the moment there are more and more opportunities coming about and you just have to I mean, really, you're just gonna send it, um, <laughs> as corny as that is. Yeah. You never know, like what the like the answer's always gonna be no, unless you ask or unless you um, like go for it. You never know what's going to happen. So, I mean, I didn't think that I was going to um, even get through the competition, let alone get to the UK and then be in the competition again. <laughs> so, yeah, just do like if you if you want something that badly, then you gotta do what you gotta do.
0: No, I love it. So thank you for jumping on and best of luck with everything in November. and after thank that. You. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much, Grace, for hopping on and having a chat. and thank you for listening.